At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. This is the podcast where we look at educational films, experimental caught films, interesting documentaries. This is Matt here today with me is Mark Malik, who is now going to say something. Something. All right. Okay. So today's movie is kind of your picadillo, your obsession. You introduced me to the, well, it, it's, well, you did introduce me to this movie, which is apparently a rare case. Do you want to, you want, maybe this one needs a little background first, I guess is my point. Well, this uh, this film is called The Astrologer. It was made by uh, a man named Craig Denny, who was a con artist. Um, he was a fake astrologer in real life. Then he made a movie about. Is this where we would put the uh, the summary of the film? You can kind of plug it all together. You can run it all, together, it all together if you like. Okay, uh, sorry. Great podcasting for me here. Um, <laughs> Anyway, he is. Uh, uh, he made a film about him cast himself as a fake astrologer who becomes a real astrologer who makes a film about himself as in the film about him being a real astrologer, and his movie business destroys him somehow. And then um, he disappeared around 1986, and he may or may not have faked his own death. <laughs> it's like those. He did not. Sorry, he didn't license any of the music in the film. Uh, used very long takes of uh, stuff, mostly by the Moody Blues, which uh, basically kept the film out of distribution forever. And uh, I suspect that uh, since Alamo Drafthouse was just sold, this is just pure speculation, but they were just sold to some kind of investment firm. And uh, since they led the restoration on this, it may have been someone uh, on the inside who leaked it, but it finally was leaked to YouTube after not even being allowed to complete its uh, touring schedule when they restored it in, uh, I believe it was 2018 or so. So That's this is got. Cause you jumped on rare. it. Get it now. It's on YouTube. Rip it, rip it. <laughs> yeah. It was literally, I went over to my friend's house, one of the first like post vaccination things. And my friend, uh, Brian Lenato was like, Hey, did you hear the astrologer leaked? And I was like, no way. I checked for it last week and it wasn't up. <laughs> That's how much, how often I checked for the film. And sorry, we do like to link to YouTube, but it's probably not going to happen with this one. Because uh, even, even if it, even if it shows been up taken again. Down, yeah. It, you, you, you can find it. Yeah. But uh, you, you can People find it if you really internet. look and you might have to be patient. There's certain times you have to wait, but. It's like with the story, it's like it's like meta man. It's like staring into those like infinite mirrors, you know. It's like staring into your cosmic what was that? Cosmic mirror. Oh right. That was, was that yeah, a thing. That was pretty awesome. The <laughs> only science fiction thing in the film aside from astrology being real. Right. But this I was about to say this is the utter bullshit version of astrology. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because the other versions of astrology are totally real. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a bone out for for okay. some level of astrology. So, like the right. Earth is affected by the Moon, right? People's moods are affected, tides are changed. 
So yeah. the other planets have a gravitational pull that can slightly affect things. Now I'm talking a macro affecting like humanity as a whole effect, not like you're going to meet a girl tomorrow, right? So I mean, if you blew up the moon, the tides would probably destroy the Earth. So yeah. I'll give you that. If you blew up Uranus, probably nothing would happen. Oh, or do I need to go straight to all those notes about Uranus? <laughs> so we'll we talk about Uranus in a minute. Angular Uranus. Goddamn angular Uranus, release of tension from Uranus. I like that. <laughs> and what well, all affects the devil's triangle, man. Did, did you uh, look up if any of that stuff was even remotely real? What? Uh, angular Uranus? Like, oh, is that um, a thing? Those are terms. I mean, they have charts like that. But I, I guess my point is, if you were to do a chart for the human race, based more on the planets, eh, that might yield some results. But yeah, if you're trying to like give someone like a private psychic session, that's that's pretty bullshit. I said I bet I, I wrote in the notes. I bet I can wrap astrology and make it sound reasonable. I don't know if I'm succeeding or not, but <laughs> yeah, you probably didn't come here to do that though. No, because I don't really care anyway. So <laughs> I'll tell you what is real: defrauding the motion picture industry. Yeah, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, what I write in here like five times. Oh shit, the Moody's. Mm -hmm. Finally, these guys rock it full dad style. You know, the long one was uh, I was it Procol Haram or something. Oh, it's almost the same. Procol Procol Haram. Procol Boko Haram. Okay. I don't, I don't know that um that scene that I mentioned. I was totally obsessed with where they're basically just having drinks at a table and the camera barely moves. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually the date goes bad. And there's oh, that's just Procol no Haram. Reason for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that was a completely ridiculous uh, uh, line or scene, excuse me. <laughs> it was just, they, they needed to illustrate why the, the uh, sex worker that he just married, the marriage wasn't going to work out. <laughs> it was just sort of like, just. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, because the song's describing everything. I knew there was a little thing. It's like, you yeah. have a dinner with people you love, but soon <laughs> you're not going to love them anymore. Let's order another drink. <laughs> Yeah, they mentioned the uh, red, the red curtains and the champagne. It's just like they're just like, hey, uh, let's take these lyrics and just uh, build a scene around it to this song that I didn't pay for, and then do a four-minute scene based on it. Yeah. Uh, that's the you know, it's 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 almost like a combination of bad movie and meta movie, and that the meta of it is that this guy is obviously a terrible and ridiculous narcissist filmmaker <laughs> and uh so and is the he, real guy and so is the character and so is the character in the movie and the character in the movie yeah the character in the movie is always shirtless even though his body is just like a pile of dough <laughs> well, <he's>, <laughs> including like a... when he plays himself in the movie within the movie he is shirtless for the entire scene <laughs> well he's, he's like a dough boy he likes to get poked <laughs> But um, I, I, I don't know. Narcissists usually, always are. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll go a little bit, do something we usually don't do here and maybe actually work through the plot a little bit. We start off at the, uh, the trippy carnival. That's one of the things that threw me off. I, I think I didn't complete. Well, I, I, OK, it's a bad movie what? to start with, but it wasn't <laughs> the most enjoyable of bad movies because it didn't have like all those long trippy sequences that I expect from a proper like. 60s or 70s bad movie uh we just did lsd 25 although this episode is going to be re released first but 
LSD 25, I was like, there's like a good like three, four minutes where if you just take out the narration, you've got a brackage film, you know? <laughs> well, this is, you know, this movie isn't, this movie has no message. No, this is more bad in the, in the sense of like the room <laughs> or something, except that Tommy Wilson yeah. is uh, charming and this guy's not. <laughs> that is true. And, but, but the, uh, the similarities are sort of that both of them are competently made enough that they're not excruciating to watch well the room's pretty excruciating to watch at the end but mm. i still maintain that and it might be kind of excruciating to watch it with a bunch of people screaming at it but okay so as a kid he's what he's huffing paint thinner yeah he starts off as a uh that made him the man he is today in the 70s he's huffing paint thinner and then he started stealing diamonds no stealing rubies or did he steal diamonds they said he stole diamonds at some point Right, but Maybe Ruby's is the main point mistake. of the well, it's not even the main point of the plot. It's like the middle of the plot, and then it's forgotten because now he's a rich filmmaker. It's yeah, it's really weird how that plot ends up being like forty minutes long. Yeah, I I was like, is this actually about? Is this like shit diamond? You know, is that the name? Should that be the name of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you know what doesn't take up a whole lot of time in the film is him doing astrology. It already takes up too much time, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it does make it onto the front page of almost every newspaper in the world. That's right. That's amazing. Which is very interesting. But yeah, okay, so he's a kid. He's still at the carnival. And then suddenly, jump to Kenya. It's like we're just going jump in time space with, with no... I mean, I guess they like, kind of allude to what's happening, but it's like there, there are no baby steps here. <laughs> okay, so I was... I don't know if I I missed the part how he became a real astrologer in this film this time I watched it. Did you actually catch that? He was or real at they, the beginning, did, man. He was real at the carnival. Maybe it was the paint. Thinner, the paint thinner made him an astrologer. The paint thinner, yeah. <laughs> <was the> paint <laughs> thinner. Oh, yeah, because he had the full hippie van, yeah. I was uh, during those carnival scenes, especially the later part, it's like this is only like a few shades away from a Wes Anderson flick. You know, I mean, in that case, it would be well written and acted and stuff, but it had like just that like quirky oddball feel, you know? Yeah, uh, it, it, you know, it was globe trotting. Like Wes Anderson would do something like, let's go to Kenya to, yeah. to prove how messed up our characters are. And it's like, now he's in prison suddenly. And now he's suddenly back out of prison. It's like, do we really need to be going through all of this? Yeah. And then there was that whole subplot where he was hooking up with that dude who was sexually assaulting that lady. And and one of my favorite parts in the film is when he comes up on him and he says, don't kill me. Well, if you don't want someone to kill you, what else are you going to (laughs) say? Well, he did. He did kill him though. So it's like, it didn't even work. (laughs) It was just Uh, the delivery. And then, and then the lady gets eaten by quicksand because I guess they didn't have any use for her in the plot anymore. Something like that, but what is the plot at this point? It's a little bit uh anyway, then he shoots a snake. <laughs> yeah, shoot he a... Shoots... It's like flying <laughs> through the air or something. <laughs> and they were obviously super harmless. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not everyone knows what anything about snakes, but they're obviously very harmless snakes that didn't care what was going on and were not like trying to attack anybody. <laughs> I mean uh, except for they killed that one guy for some reason. <laughs> do you know about like filming locations here? Uh, here in Japan? No, no. I mean, uh, uh, the astrologer was it just all shot in California, or did they actually go globe trotting or something? Because it is a, a I believe, Republic picture. 
I believe they did film abroad like a fair amount because it was like the budget was something like six million dollars, which is kind of a lot considering that yeah, most of it is just that's pretty good. For, yeah, <laughs> so much of it is exposition, and and he didn't pay for any music. Right, which so, clearly yeah. <laughs> would have been a large part of that budget if he had. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it would have been cheap to use like entire songs from yeah. the Moody Blues. But yeah, well, and they, you know, they uh, obviously didn't. You know, they save some money on actors, right? We get some like Garth Marenghi level acting here, except it's supposed to be like real acting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't get what was up with his financial advisor, how he was basically like Dr. Steve Brule or whatever, and he had like that terrible fake like gray hair, and he he said he only got to the seventh grade, but he was his financial advisor and was the best financial advisor at the world in the world at the end because he's like, you got nothing. Now I'm jumping ahead too far. I don't. I don't think it matters so much. Yeah, we're still. We're, we haven't gotten out of Tahiti yet, man. <laughs> anyway, I was. Yeah, like, it was. Because like, uh, I was like, those do look like some real streets. I mean, maybe it's like a really good redress of the Columbia backlot or something. I was like, that does look like they went somewhere and filmed this stuff. Yeah, that looked like a location because I just don't. I just don't see anybody doing this that type of film making that. Rock and tiki bars. Yeah, those boobs. tiki bars. Oh there right, are no right. boobs in the film except for the tiki bar. <laughs> Just oh right, there's, there's that the he's had the date with the lady. It's like I I could see her booze, but then they show you someone else's. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's in the movie. She's like, I'll, I'll show you my boobs for no reason. <laughs> Is that a thing in Tahiti? Just hear my boobs in the tiki bar. No, I think that's uh, New Orleans. Girls gone wild. Uh, yeah, maybe. But there was no girls gone wild in nineteen. Was it seventy eight? Girls always been going wild. Uh, I think it's 76, yeah, but I, I, I'm not 100% on that. But you know, I was like, did he just go back to the same tiki bar where he like had a, a beer bottle smash fight? You know, I guess that's a different tiki bar. It was like he, he, I guess that he hit the guy who was walking behind him with a beer bottle because he was an astrologer and he knew the guy was coming up behind him. Uh, oh, I didn't even pick up on that. I thought he was just like trying to be badass. I don't know. I don't see any reason why he would have like known the guy was behind him. He is the <laughs> best astrologer in the world in this movie. Well, obviously, but because uh, they show you that tarot reader, which and it's like, I, I got a pack of tarot over there, man. I could give you a much better tarot reading. I, I, I need to refer to the instructions, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a part in the movie where someone was like, oh, no, death is coming. And it's like the death card doesn't. Like that's every pedant knows that the death card doesn't actually mean the death's coming. I did it. I, 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 you know, I'm not like a tarot reader, but I was just fucking with the cards and I had a guy and I, a year or two ago, and I did a tarot reading. I was like, gee, that seems like a real negative tarot reading. Sorry. And then like six months later, his life did turn to shit. So, oh, way to go. Oh, well. Hey, I can't fight the universe, man. Does he hate you now? No. <laughs> okay, I'm just I was just reading I was just reading the streams of the universe, man. You know, don't don't hate the player, kill the messenger. Wait, no, don't do that. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> don't hate the player, don't kill the messenger. Just yeah. uh let the quicksand take you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I guess we can get so he's he's there's all this Ruby's blood diamond stuff. Ruby's a blood diamond, right? In Tahiti. I mean, it's red. It's got this doesn't make any it. sense. Now, the more I think about it, the, more, <laughs> the less it makes sense. 
<laughs> so um, yeah, and then he like he hides them. I think underwater in a really long underwater scene, and then someone pays him for them, and now he's rich, and now he's famous, and now he has a meeting with. He's got a cosmic an admiral. He has yes, Cosmere. He has a meeting with an admiral whose office is basically a huge American flag. Is half of his office. So he's a so he's the best astrologer in the world. He's needed by the Pentagon. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, um, and and he's the number one filmmaker of all time. <laughs> yeah, his his film within the film grosses one hundred and forty five million dollars. That's insane which is like, in nineteen seventy six. It's pre-Star Wars. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand why he goes bankrupt at the end. Spoiler. I don't yes, understand why this, heard it. Why this it. movie didn't get the, uh, the uh, you know, Star Wars spot, right? The film that changed. What if Whoa. this had been the, the, the film that, like, where every, the, the tenant turnstile turned film, you know? Everything changed. I bet, I bet if George were Lucas's wife had edited it, it would, would have become as big as Star Wars. <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so he, yeah he has a cosmic mirror <laughs> uranus uh, is a planet of explosions it brings bad suddenly mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't think it was funny <laughs> that they kept talking about uranus i don't know at least go uranus come on <laughs> it's well then it's just like you got peed on it's just a like, different joke and, and like you said, I, I wrote down. I swear to fuck, there's more lame-ass financial talk here than astrology. But yeah, he's he he hooks up with the carnival woman who's addicted to like meth now and uh, has a has a Biff Tannen yeah. wedding. <laughs> and she has a mirror in her in her hotel that says "Shit on life, hell on earth, God is dead." That's awesome. That, 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 <laughs> they could have like, like put a miniature version of that in Happy Meals in the '70s. That would have been some good cross promotion. <laughs> It seems obvious that she's not the one who wrote that on the mirror. So uh, you assume that she just had a client who did that. Oh, no. I like to think she wrote that on the mirror. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. She just seems like, what? Oh, yeah, you're great. And then. (laughs) Because it's not like they connected that deeply in the first part of the movie. Well, and I don't know if you noticed, but the runtime at that point, when he finds the girl from the carnival, there's like 20 minutes left of the film. That's because they spent all the time with the stupid rubies. <laughs> and then we have the uh, the whole like bad date, and, and he um, he has all of his art outside at the pool all the time for some reason. Like I guess that's what rich people do. You just have all your art outside. It's like yeah, well yeah, because it rains and you then it's like oh now it's time to buy more art because I'm rich and I can do that. <laughs> I enjoy the Picasso. I don't care if anyone else does. Yeah, I, I honestly cannot think of like a, a practical reason reason in real life why that would be there. Like I don't <laughs> I cannot figure it out. Like like you said, he ran out of money real fast. I think it's his financial advisor and him are like drinking pop off vodka. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just that's just vomit headache fuel, you know? <laughs> and he fires somebody who looks like Shasha Gabor, and that takes about five minutes for some reason. To replace her with his wife, who already hates him, I guess. <laughs> I warned you not to spread, but you've got to spread. They're all it was really confusing. Well, he kept talking about the movie business, even though the movie had already come out. And then at some point, his manager says that he has three movies and then through several TV shows. 
I don't, I don't, I wish they'd explained what that was. Right. Yeah, I, I really do wish real world headlines were along the line. Well, okay. What? Let's see what let's let's see what CNN has to offer at the moment. What what is their headline at the moment? It's loading. Oh wow! It says astrologer divorces ex wife. No way. Well, that I was going to be like because we got the U.S. Navy drops famous astrologer. What, what's the real CNN headline? I want the astrologer headlines in my life. And yeah, my computer's yeah, me too. Slow. Doing too many things. It's on Zoom. Up here, we can't sit by and watch this. Okay. Okay. That doesn't. <laughs> Is that talk, mean, are they that talking about the astrologer's new movie? Yes. Good? <laughs> yes. It's we know what astrologer. I don't know. Um, here's a headline: uh, In Atlanta, our mayor is going to decline to run for re-election because Walgreens offered her a job. Doing that's what? real. Doing know, what, what drugs. Kind of, Doing drugs. Don't sue me. I don't know. (laughs) Get in this room and do some drugs all day. Hey, Annie Mayer. What was it? Marion Barry. I think he took that job. DC Mayor. Yeah, you did. Barry. Wasn't that his follow up job? I'm just doing drugs now. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Ford. RIP Rob Ford as well. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. Um, So I don't know. There may be a pretty pedantic reason this movie was lost other than the. uh, than the financial no it was republic was not like yeah we're glad you just spent six million bucks on this man yeah it probably was a combination of it getting buried and then sued right i I just gotta imagine that boardroom meeting probably with that guy with the fake gray mustache just like (laughs) it's uh yeah because i i'm pretty i didn't look this up but i assume the moody blues were not on Republic records. I think they're on DECA. Uh, it's too deep. In the sort of thing some, where... I have Dad Rock. I have some Moody Blue CD somewhere around here, but uh, they're in my wow. pyramid of music. I barely even heard of them before uh, this no, movie came out. I don't, know. I don't <laughs> know if you can see my pyramid of music down there. Yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, but it's deep in the pyramids, like in the Queen's Chamber. But there's no I mean, Queen uh, there. Maybe I'll get around to listening to Steely Dan at some point. I don't know. Okay, do do that first. I, I mean, I'm the Moody Blues. I'm, to be honest, pretty whatever about. So, <laughs> I like that first 10 CC album. Yeah, is that I, Dead Rock? That's actually it is. probably. I more just don't weird. know the album. Yeah, I just don't know the album so well. It's kind of like weird. Sparks. I mean, come on. It's this is 2021. Like it's it's weird. Now we're at the point where the Death Cab for Cutie and uh, Modest Mouse are like firmly Dead Rock. You know. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's tell me, Death Cab's lame. not dad Sorry. rock, man. I know, <laughs> I'm just like, it's that. Oh, it, it was indie I mean, rock, it now is. it's dad rock. Um, there is stuff that, that now, yeah, now there is there's now stuff that when it came out, I was like, this is for dumb kids, and now it's dad rock. No, I do remember actually, it was at your house probably around 2002, uh, when you're in a house with some folks, and I remember there being a party there and the strokes playing and the the entire floor was um, moving up and down because people were jumping around. I was like, oh, this is the moment for this. And now it's passed. <laughs> that, that's the moment hey man, that I... music converges, you know? I was like, this, this, this is kids of our day, and now we're turning into old farts. So, <laughs> Yeah, now I listen to Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. I'm the only person that doesn't listen to Tay-Tay then. <laughs> no, you're not the only person, especially yeah. not in your 
you're especially not the only person in your 40s who's um, a male who listens you know, listen uh, to it. One of our other regular, you know, Luke has a, has a shrine to Taylor on one of his walls in his apartment. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, the, the fact is, is that when you get right down to it, whatever we grew up, when we grew up, uh, what was considered weird was punk. And now we've had a thing where punk has sort of been the exact same thing for 50 years. Yeah. And, but no, and pop I, music is sometimes actually weird. Yeah, I just like made that weird just voices in that house, and stuff. In that house party in 2002, I, I made sure to put it like a mental note, a mental pin there. So, you know, in my mind, I can always like whoop, go right back to that moment. And, oh, okay, that is kind of, that's what it was like then. So, you know. I was, See, I always, remember, I always remember the Strokes as being like, well, then Franz Ferdinand came out. And then the Future Heads came out. And then it was like, oh, well, Future Heads is way better. And then the Future Heads second album came out. And I was like, oh, this isn't as good anymore. Well, that's why I'm specifically this... throwing out the day two, <laughs> right? Because like that shit yeah. did get cooler a year or two later. <laughs> yeah, every one of those bands' second albums was like, Neh. including the Strokes. Let's make a movie and use all of their music and not license any of it. Cool. It could be about how um, we made a movie about ourselves being famous podcasters. Right. Okay. There we go. The podcaster. <laughs> podcaster podcaster divorces ex-wife loses 90 billion dollars is that joe rogan navy hires yeah navy hires podcaster to talk to whales i don't even have a response to that okay cool that's, that's good. <laughs> that, that, that needs to be our there you go we're writing the movie as 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 it goes so if anybody wants to fund a movie that'll be uh thrown in the gutter and sued to death you know hire us <laughs> well well have you seen uh, godzilla versus kong yet um, is it out yet? Not in Japan. Um, to be honest, I I could watch it, but I'm trying to hold my patience <laughs> in the movie theater. It. <laughs> yeah, it's worth seeing in the movie theater. But there is a uh, podcasters have a moment in that, okay. and it's you know, so we can kind podcast of funny. about that moment. Okay, cool. You can podcast about how you feel about the podcaster in that movie. So right. you're basically. As we wind down, you're you're just hanging on my podcast these days, or our podcast. Excuse me, I shouldn't be so uh, possessive, but uh, yeah, this one. I mean, all... oh, go ahead. You got something to get. Sometimes there will be. Sometimes there will be stunrunner at bandcap.com after I get my uh, all my equipment decontaminated. Right. But you know, for right now, catch me on these podcasts, y'all. Yeah, that's oral hygiene pod they're on facebook we're on twitter uh i also talk sci-fi movies and mark occasionally makes appearance there as well which is matt and luke's sci-fi sanctuary mlsfs pod at twitter facebook i didn't think about it that time i think it, that's what to do you don't think about it okay party on let the mlsfs flow through you and if and if you want to email me i'll and, and and pay me money i'll do a tarot reading for you even though oh, yeah, I have ta- no Patreon tarot readings. Yeah, Patreon tarot readings. That's that's what I'll do for the Patreon. Don't you have a Patreon? Uh, Don't you have a Patreon? You should plug it. Oh yes. Uh, I remember. I have to look at the name. I Podcastio Podcastius. There, I should let you do all the plugging stuff. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the stuff. Matt will do a tarot reading. <laughs> yeah, uh, send money through their Patreon, and Matt will do your tarot reading. Send, now, send money now directly you through your <laughs> directly through your iPhone. Just shove the money into like your iPhone, and it'll hopefully reach through the screen over here. Yeah, that's how money works. 
future. Probably in this movie. <laughs> send send some rubies. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.